0: Well, John, here we find ourselves in Thailand, and uh, this podcast is going out all over the world. And um, both, uh, both of us have been privileged to travel. So I've amassed an audience in several nations. So here we are. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to introduce my good friend, John. John and I have known each other for about 35 years, and he and Jen are missionaries to the nation of Thailand. But you've been in a lot of other countries too. Yes, sir. As missionaries. So uh, Beth and I, and I, we, we tend to country hop because of our message mm-hmm. sort of relates and mm-hmm. you're you're here. So John, um, what I want to do is get a little bit of background on, on you guys, yep. uh, what you're doing here, how God is using you, and then what I've been doing here, and we'll give a report. And mainly we want to talk about what God has been doing here on the mission field. So Sounds tell us nice. about yourself.
1: Um, so my wife and I, uh, we've been married 29 years. Uh, we've got six biological, or six kids, four biological sons, um, and two adopted daughters from China. And um, we've been involved with Youth With A Mission uh, for 25 years. Uh, so it's been a little while. And we've been here in the north of Thailand, uh, up near the Golden Triangle um, in Chiang Rai for the last 10 years. And the Golden Triangle
0: consists of uh, Laos?
1: It, Laos, Myanmar, or Burma, and Thailand. Right. And it's, um, if, yeah, it's infamous for, at least used to be infamous for the opium trade, um, especially during the Vietnam War. Um, it kind of put it on it on the map. So so yeah, that's where we're at. We're also about forty five minutes south of the infamous cave where the the soccer team got rescued, and um, yeah, we brought you guys there uh, earlier this during your visit. And um, just yeah, it, so that's 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 the location where we're at. All right. And, and so
0: how does how does God use you here?
1: Well, with YWAM, one of the things that I love about them is that they're very releasing, and so they allow us to. Um, to kind of go with what we feel like God is calling us to do. And so um, we, we've worked with, with short-term outreach teams that have come into the country for, you know, one to two months, and we'll set up their, their outreaches and their ministries. Um, but, but our main ministry here is with the International Christian School. Um, it allows us not only our work permit and our visa to remain in the country legally, um, but allows us a venue to mentor and speak into and disciple young people. Um, I teach guitar and bass um, to high school students. I work with a a high school worship team um, and and hopefully um, impart to them a passion for worship, which I've had for years. Um, I teach a sixth grade Bible class and, um, and then I run a Boy Scouts of America troop here, which is probably my favorite thing that I get to do because um, Jenny and I, we started this um, nine years ago, the Boy Scout troop here. And, um, and it gives us a venue to, to mentor young men and to becoming men of character and, and ultimately hopefully men of God. And so it's been a, it's been an amazing journey um, being able to speak into the lives of parents, um, especially with the scouts, with their parents, as well as the young people and, um, and, and to see, lives changed and um, and character developed, and I love it.
0: You know, it's not just here in Thailand that your scout ministry has flourished, but I know right before I came, you were in Nepal. Yes, sir. And then Cambodia's come up in our, our conversations.
1: Yep, um, I run a, a, a trilogy camp where we rotate nations um, for a, a council-wide scout camp, and that goes from Thailand to Nepal, to Mongolia. And then I, we're thinking about rotating, um, Cambodia in that's still in the making. Um, but it, yeah, it's, uh, we bring in a few hundred, um, uh, scouts and, and leaders from around the, around the Far East council or around, uh, Southeast Asia. And, um, and I love this because again, it, it allows me a venue to, to speak into young, young men and now young ladies lives. Um, I've been able to develop some strong relationships and mentoring relationships with, um, with some leaders, some scout leaders, um, some of which know Jesus and some of which um, are on their journey to meet him. And so, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a great um, privilege to be able to have a voice um, on such a large platform.
0: Right. So you and I have known each other for a long time and you've brought Beth and me here with the message that messages that we carry, which Mm -hmm. would be the books I've written on digital addiction. Yes, sir. Of course, freedom from that. Some people might be thinking, you know, in a second world country and then there are places, villages up in the mountains and there's, you know, all that happens in Southeast Asia. Why would there be a
1: need for that here? (laughs) Uh, It's a, it really is shocking. When you walk into the malls here or into the equivalent to like a Walmart or something like that. I mean, there are just bays and bays and and kiosk and kiosk of, of cell phones and technology iPads and whether they're knockoff or not, you've got literally a plethora of, of technology available. Um, and the crazy thing is, is that minimum wage here is, you know, 12 to $15 a day. And, and yet, you know, they can figure out a way to purchase cell phones and get technology and, you know, get their cell phone plans and all that stuff. And it, and it's, for me, it's just, it's, it's odd um, because it's, um, it doesn't seem feasible. You know if i if that was where i had my money i would probably try to find somewhere else to invest it but maybe in food <laughs> yeah you think clothes. yeah you think so <laughs> um and i mean gas here is for, over four dollars a gallon so i mean it's not like it's it's cheap in all aspects but um technology is here and in, i mean in one of the schools that we that you shared at this week um you know you're asking first through third grade how many of you guys have a phone and um the majority of the hands went up mm-hmm. for first through third grade and and honestly brad that that shocked me Mm -hmm.
0: um that's why i came because you know we go to other places such as africa and there's townships there mm -hmm. and the same poverty or you know lack in food and clothes i mean they have food and clothes but it's there's not much yep but they all seem to have phones and it's the weirdest thing and of course with that comes digital addiction but the other thing that that i have had on my heart since my trip to cambodia um several years ago I noticed in the missionary community, we're blessed and we're cursed almost. We have Western mm-hmm. money because mm-hmm. our minimum wage is higher than $12 a day. Yep. And that's where we're blessed because then we can bring some resources in. We're able to help folks. But with that has also come our technology. It's We've brought our video games. We've brought all these mm-hmm. things with us. And the I don't have numbers for this, but it's a definite observation from being on the mission field. We're in trouble with our
1: kids just like they are at home. Yep. Would you agree with that assessment? Absolutely. I mean, uh, the, uh, mission, being a missionary is, is, is not only a calling, it's also a vocation. It's a job. And, and jobs can get busy. And the temptation is, you know, give your kid a phone, you know, so that you can get some work done. And, um, and Jenny and I have been guilty of this throughout the years. And um, and honestly, uh, thanks to the insight that you've brought, um, you know, we've we've tried we're trying to amend that, um, especially with our adopted daughters. And even yesterday during the church service yesterday morning um, it was translated from Lahu into English. But they just sat there and they colored. And I was like, for me, that was a that was a success. That was I'm right. A, through. Yeah, it was. Um, so but yeah, it's um, it's like any other, you know, we're not special people. We're not, you know, super spiritual. We You know we struggle and um and so it's um it's good to to be reminded of the priorities and of our health whether it's physically or mentally or emotionally and um and so yeah it's it's something that that we need to be reminded of and challenged in
0: yesterday i was so privileged and thanks to you for opening the door to go up you know to the Lahu people uh, up in the village up in the mountains and then we did the church service, but then I did a youth meeting because they mm-hmm. have a wonderful center there where they work with mm-hmm. children. And we had to, well, the, my translator, who's an awesome, awesome guy. Yes, he is. He looked and he pointed out and he goes, well, should we get make the children on the front row get rid of their devices before we have this meeting? And uh, I said, well, of course. Yeah. And he went over gently, mm-hmm. got the devices away so that we could have church. Yep. It's crazy that the, the most far remote places on earth Yeah, these tablets have taken hold. But I'll tell you, again, I have no numbers for this, John, but my burden is that it it really seems like at times, not only am I a missionary with you, you know, reaching out into the the community, but I I find myself having to challenge the missionaries in their homes. And um, because do you agree it's a problem that if we don't get a hold of this, we may lose the generation beneath us just like we have in the Western world.
1: Absolutely. sin is sin and addiction's addiction and struggles are struggles. And, um, and just because I'm a missionary does not mean I'm exempt from that, sadly enough. So, um, so it's been, um, it's been a challenge, a good challenge and reminder. And, um, you know, the, the missionaries that you've been able to talk to that I've, that I've then gotten feedback from, it's been good. You know, we're still trying to, to meet out, you know, how is this going to work, but, um, but it's put us on a, on a healthy journey. Mm. And, um, and in that regard, um, I love that, you know. One of our, one of my scouts who was at the junior high youth group that you shared at, you know, um, you know, he went home and he cleared out all of the technology from his room and he put a sign on his door and said "technology free zone," and, um, and he he told his parents, "Look, I want you to help me keep me accountable that I'm not, you know, bringing my phone and the, you know, my computer and stuff into my room." And I love that, um, not only because this is a great young young man that I'm getting the privilege of working with, but um, the fact that I'm seeing him apply. You know, not just hearing the Word, but actually doing what it, what it says. And um, for me, I love that. Yeah.
0: Well, let's give a, a brief recap about what missionaries do. So you're on the ground here, living here. Yes, sir. I'm a missionary who visits other places around the world because mm-hmm. my message is universal. Wherever there's a cell tower, I, I mm-hmm. can go, mm-hmm. despite the language. So, in a, you know, let's just talk about what we've done this week. You've opened up a lot of doors for Beth and me to bring our message, mm-hmm. and uh, we're grateful. So let's just give a recap of what
1: missionaries do on the ground. So how are we reaching people? Um, well, most of the, the venues that I've been able to, to inundate you with has been um, through the International Christian School that I work with that provides me with a visa and work permit. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've seen you be able to share with the middle school youth group. Tomorrow night is the high school youth group. Um, you're going to be doing a strength and conditioning class this summer or this, this next week. You'll have a couple of those classes. So not only getting the digital aspect, but the physical and you know and the health aspect that you bring. Um, and um, but it's just another way to reach into their hearts. It is. And um, you know, Caden, my boy, he's excited for it. Um, and I think he's gonna he's gonna have fun. And he'll feel it the next day or two. Um, but um, yeah, we've we've had you share in, in multiple high school health classes. Um, in, in classes with the juniors and senior class was they're preparing for life after school. Um, you've been able to do a parent seminar, and then this afternoon you're doing one that's going to be translated into English and Korean to, to meet the needs of some of our other ethnic groups um, at our school. You've been able to share at the other international school here in Chiang Rai, we've got two primary international schools, although there is a third one that you'll be sharing at next week. Um, but the, the, the international uh, school here um you were able to teach um, first through third then fourth through sixth then seventh through ninth and then tenth through twelfth and then you did a parent seminar and you had like what I think 40 some people 40 some parents um you've had you've been blessed to have great translators um, yes. every single time I've been very impressed that's not always the case and I was really hoping that you were not going to be stuck with me <laughs> because your message would have been very simplified <laughs> um <laughs> Google Translate would be um, yeah, frowned upon even in that. Yeah, so um, you've you've shared at our church um, up in Mesai, up in the Golden Triangle, and um, you shared there last week, and then then this you know yesterday you did a and A time with their youth group, and that was amazing to see you know, because that you could tell that some of them have been thinking about stuff mm-hmm. for for the last week, and um, and if, if if this is what it means, then the implications are this: is that what you're really saying? And the implication the implications for technology and, and digital rehab is it's real and, um, and it's not an easy thing. And, um, so, uh, I, th- I appreciate you brought grace in with the message and it's not a message of condemnation and, and legalism and, and, you know, you got to get this right or God doesn't love you. I, um, you know, I, I love that about you and Beth and, um, and what you've brought, but it, it but it's been a challenge. And, um, and so, also, you did um, one of our uh, seniors at our school. Every senior um, within our International Christian School has to do a project um, where they have to conceive the idea and fundraise for the idea and, and recruit teams for the idea and then implement it. And she did a she wanted to do a seminar regarding digital addiction and um, and especially when she found out that you were coming in. You know, obviously, you were the keynote. Um, But we partnered with another ministry called Ezekiel Rain that works with getting kids um, out of trafficking and um, the human trafficking, sex trafficking stuff. And we had 60 60 people there in attendance, and that was amazing. Um, Lydia pulled off a great project, um, again, great translator, and uh, it was just an amazing blessing to see you being able to speak into these communities, whether it was... um, Kids from children's homes, which we saw at the youth group, as well as at the um, um, at the at the Saturday seminar. Whether it was parents, um, whether it was uh, school age kids, it's just been a it's been a blessing. So I've kept you busy, and um and I kind of apologize, but I really don't. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a good week. What
0: you're trying to say is I think we totaled up approximately 16 times i spoke in one week.
1: Yes. And I think I heard all but two of those. Yeah. Um, so, so
0: now you can repeat my message after I leave. <laughs> I,
1: I can try. I can try. Um, no, it's, it's uh, I brought I brought a book. I brought a paper book to to one of your sessions where I knew you're going to be teaching it four times. And I had to keep putting it away because you kept adding things to it that I didn't hear the last time. I, I think I got through three pages. I mean, in four hours. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well,
0: listen, I. Uh, I've had people ask me, you know, why do you go to Africa? Because the perception from the West, or the Americans anyway, is National Geographic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you get on the ground and there is that, but then there's Western culture there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's, there's money there. And and the weird thing is, in townships where they don't have hardly any money and clothes and that sort of thing, everybody's got technology. You'll see mm-hmm. a glow coming out of the windows just like mm-hmm. you would in any home in America or in Australia or New Zealand. Yep. Same thing here. So I was able to, very privileged to speak at a couple of different people groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell, us, tell us about that and it, the oddness of them having technology.
1: Um, Thailand is comprised of multiple people groups or hill tribe peoples. Um, you've, you had the opportunity to share with the Lahu people, um, which is an ethnic group here with the Akka people and the akka people uh, we're actually seeing a, a strong revival coming through mm. the the, the akka people here in the north um then god's really doing something great you um, could feel it,
0: the presence of god in that auditorium yeah it was amazing
1: um in the in the the leader of the out the akka outreach foundation that we worked with was the first akka to actually graduate from from college and bible seminary so um you know he's um, and he's been a good friend of ours, um, him and his wife for for years, for the last ten years. But um, you know, even last night with the the, uh, we had a lot of um, Burmese and Thais in the in our church, um, in the youth group that, um, and actually your translator is, is Burmese. So I mean you, you you've hit four different people groups just within the north of Thailand, not including. You know the the Dutch and the the Aussies and the Americans and the Canadians. Um, so yeah, you've you've done a little mini outreach within the outreach within the outreach. So right. it's um, it's been good.
0: And finally, the the predominant religion here that that you're reaching into would be Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And then other religions represented here. We saw the 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 big, uh, well the idols we would say on the hill. But mm-hmm. The big white lady we are mm-hmm. calling her, That's Chinese. Mm-hmm. Chinese so, Buddhism, yeah, yeah, Chinese Buddhism. So they yep. sort of have it mixed. And then we were up in the Golden Triangle. There was the the Chinese version of Buddha, the happy guy. Yep. So uh, is it a challenge reaching into these people groups with that religion? Uh,
1: Thailand is the world's largest Buddhist nation by percentage. Estimated 97 percent of Thais are Buddhist. Now whether they're practicing or not um, is it, similar to America. You know, we're a Christian nation or whatever, um, but getting in getting into that or speaking into that it, it is tricky it's a long slow process um, you know it's i've ministered in Africa and Central America and you know and you do an altar call and they are they already have some sort of an understanding and you know you'll see hearts change here um, it's a lot slower um, it's it's way more through relationships and um, we have we have Buddhist families who will want to send their kids to our to our international Christian school because it's in English, and we're very straightforward. Like, you know, they're going to have Bible classes, and we're going to tell them about Jesus and um, the word "prakampi" is the the word Bible in, in Thai, and you know, we're going to read this, and they're going to study the Bible, and they're like, well, that's fine as long as it's in English. So, um, so we've got you know some of these kids will have for 12 years, you know, K through 12, and and being able or 13 years, and but be able to speak into their lives, and we've seen. You know, students come to know Jesus and, and, and their parents um, uh, as, a, as an effect of that as well, come to know the Lord. But it is a, it is a slow, slow process and, and it can get discouraging sometimes. Um, the, the, the sexual addictions and the, and the sexual confusion that we have in this nation as well, um, which is definitely spreading in the West um, as we see, um, it, it, takes a, it takes a beating on a lot of the missionaries. Um, so, so yeah, we, we need prayer, um, here as we continue to labor and serve and, and love on these people.
0: Well, I think those who are watching this, if they've lasted this long, because the attention spans around the world are pretty short, <laughs> I'm guessing there are people who pray. So you know how to pray for us, John, is just... Yep mentioned that the spiritual warfare, being in a nation full of idolatry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we're not putting the people down by saying, it. No, no, they're no. lovely.
1: Yep, Oh, they're amazing. Yeah,
0: they're lovely people. But the reality is, it's idolatry, and they yeah. need Jesus, and that's why we're here. We, we love yeah. them, and yeah. we care about them. So pray for that, and it's for Beth and me, as we go from country to country, um, the spiritual warfare on both of us is, is horrendous, and the need financially is is there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna put both of our contact information at the bottom on how they can support us um, if they would like to do that uh, financially. So, uh, John, uh, uh, our prayer has been all along that this would, uh, if God wills, I love you and have known you so long and it's worked this week. And uh, the connections have been deep and we've watched God work. And I hope Beth and I, if if it's left up to us, it would be a regular or Mm semi-regular thing to make this one of our stops as we traverse the planet. So thank you and Jen, we love you.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys coming. You've you you've slid into a very crazy household, and you've done it well. Um, it's not a it's not a quiet house. It's not a car, quiet car ride, but um, you've done well. So um, bring come back whenever whenever God allows.
0: Yeah, but you're the good side of the family, so it was easy. Well, that's that's beside the point. <laughs> All right, love you, buddy. Love you too, man. All right.
1: Cheers.